Hello and welcome to this edition of Community Connections. My name is Chuck Curlin and I am joined by Tom McElvogue, who is a volunteer with the Upper Merion Emergency Aid. And Tom, welcome to the program. Ken, thanks so much. Glad well, to be here. We talk about emergency aid here in Upper Merion and somebody might sit and say, wait a minute, yeah. how is emergency aid needed here? Because obviously it's a pretty well-to-do area. Everything seems to be pretty cool, calm and collective, but there is actually a need. There is a need and the need's been growing continuously for some time now and uh, it, it's kind of interesting if you take a look at the beginnings of Upper Merion Emergency Aid it was in 1942 and the country's at war and the men are being drafted to go into the service and a, a few women in the community noticed that a lot of families just weren't able to provide food for their children and their families and they organized the uh, Upper Merion Emergency Aid to establish you know gathering the food and distributing it and from those humble beginnings 77 years ago, we've evolved to today where these women are still doing the same kind of program. I mean, it's a woman-run organization. Uh, I'm just here representing uh, the women. And uh, over the years, the demand has increased dramatically. Uh, as you say, you wouldn't expect that here. Everyone thinks that it's uh, an upper-middle-class community, fairly affluent. But uh, we're serving 57 families who are in a temporary and sometimes not so temporary financial situation where they just have a hard time meeting bills, making payments, feeding the children, clothing the children. So uh, we're here to try to ease that burden a little bit and uh, that's, that's what these women have been doing. So it's, um, it feels good, it's community, helping community. Uh, everything stays within the community. Part of our charter says that a person has to live in Upper Marion uh, Area School District. And so, you know, it's really just a local feel-good organization. So it's safe to say like setting a foundation like especially here in this program we're trying to make awareness but not just to the people who need it mm -hmm. but the people who are able to help those people who are in need. Absolutely. We have we have two objectives. One first and foremost we want to help the people who are in need who come to us and have an issue whether it's food or utility bills or whatever it may be any way that we can help them get through this situation but the other side of the coin we also want to be there for people who want to give back to the community who want to help their neighbors mm -hmm. who want to help people who really are in need and know that their support and help is going right to the community and it's going to be used we're a very small organization we're not government funded we're not for profit every penny every penny mm -hmm. that we raise and are given to us goes back into the program and as a sidelight here it's run by seven women these are the most energetic and dynamic women you'll ever run into. When I say every penny goes back into it, I'm going to tell you that for every dollar we raise, they spend a dollar fifties worth of goods because they shop like you won't believe. <laughs> when we're looking for food, if they need peanut butter and jelly, and all of a sudden it goes on sale at some store, the network goes out, everybody's charged with running to the store and getting the maximum. So they're getting two for ones practically every time you turn around. And it's just amazing to watch them do it. They spend a lot of time and effort to make sure that they get the best value for their dollar. And that goes for the same thing at Christmas time when we're buying gifts and toys. They're shopping all the time. In, in the fall, we provide back to school program for the kids. Mm -hmm. They don't wait till August, all year. Yeah. Every time home de or, uh, office supply has, a, office uh, they're over there and the word goes out and the network guns takes off and I'm dragged to the store by my wife and we all buy 10, <laughs> 10 erasers and 10 bookmarks. It's amazing how they are just able to stretch that dollar to get the most value for it. Well, you mentioned there's mostly women running this, so uh, I guess it's safe to say you're the muscle of the organization. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Rich Ryan and I are the two husbands who provide the, uh, the heavy lifting, if you will, the muscle. 
the brains of the organization, the backbone of the organization are seven women who come from a background of teachers and school nurses and community organizations and just have a real desire to help the children and the people in this community. Well, you mentioned the network, especially with the women. Um, have they been finding challenges of trying to draw people in just to help volunteer, like yourself? Really, uh, it has been a challenge. Um, we're getting a little bit older. And, you, know, you might not have noticed the gray yeah. hair, but uh, we are getting a little bit older, and it would be nice to have some young people to step in and fill the void going forward. Um, we, we have an awareness issue. We'd like more people to know about us from both sides, people who need our help and also people who want to help. So um, we appreciate this kind of an opportunity where we get to get the word out about uh, the need and how you can help. Yeah, the key is, and, and I think that's the, the most important thing, Upper Marion Emergency Aid, it's just not food, it's a multiple. It really is. It's, uh, it's a program, we, you know, food was our primary purpose, right. but now we do help with financial situations, uh, temporary housing, utility bills, medical bills, those kinds of things, but also providing for the children for school. We buy uh, them sneakers, and when it's time to go back to school, they're able to go to the store and pick out their sneakers. We provide all their school supplies that they need, uh, whether that's USB ports or notebooks, magic markers, crowns, whatever it is, we make sure the teachers let us know what they need and then we make sure they get everything that they need so they can start school on the right foot and their, their folks don't have to worry about, you know, right. you know, running around getting that and can I afford to get it? How do I get the money for that? We'll take care of all that so they'll go to school prepared and ready to learn. Yeah, I'm just curious, someone who is in need, how, how do they go about of contacting? Well, we have a couple of ways. We have a web page, mm -hmm. uh, umemergencyaid.gmail.com. We have a Facebook page, umemergencyaid, uh, slash, uh, or Facebook slash umemergencyaid. Um, so, and we'll take that and then we'll contact you. Also, the social workers at the school, mm -hmm. uh, there have been tremendous help to us. They, uh, they give us a lot of uh, referrals and resources and have just been tremendous. Uh, you mentioned the social work. Is there, is there a quarterly meeting or are you, they just sending you an email or a letter here and there? Oh, it's ad hoc. Whenever anything uh -huh. comes through, it's immediate. The phone rings virtually every day with some issue. Uh, before I left the house, my, mom, my wife was on the phone with uh, a person calling about uh, a situation that they were in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, this, uh, and that's great that you're having constant communication with social workers because it makes your job a lot easier knowing where the help can be it needed. It does. And, you know, they know the need. They know what the situation is. And uh, when they call us, they, they know it's a serious matter and they really need our help. And a lot of times we'll provide the help as best we can, but then refer them other resources within the community that we've developed relationships with as well. So it really becomes a focal point to mm -hmm. get as much help as possible out to the folks. Yeah, as we're talking about this, um, the uh, Upper Marion Emergency Aid, what would you be consider to ha be the three most important things that you'd want to make people aware of? Well, I guess with any volunteer organization, finances is first on the list. Uh, you know, you have to have money to provide these kind of services. And as I said, uh, no one takes a salary. There's no expenses. There's no travel expenses, nothing. Every mm -hmm. penny goes back to the, to the program itself. Uh, awareness, just public awareness from, again, both sides of the aisle mm -hmm. for those who need the help as well as those who want to help in the community. Uh, and, and then I think volunteers. We really like to get a, a few people to come into the organization so that they can start filling in when uh, some of the women retire. Yeah, because I, I know you, you stated that all the money that is received goes right back out. So you're really not putting any of your resources into advertising or marketing. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's all word of mouth to let people know this is something that is needed in the community and it's there. Yeah, that's why this is so important to us. 
you know, you're getting this word out to the community just as, you know, something that we can't afford to do. And uh, it's a wonderful benefit for us, and we, we greatly appreciate it. Yeah, that, that, that is good, and that's, the, that's our goal here, just to make sure people know if you're in need, this is where you go. And, and you being a volunteer, like you're a good, <laughs> I guess you're a good person to really share what the experience is like and how rewarding it is as well. Well, it really is. I mean, uh, when we meet with, you get to know the folks over the course of, you know, a year or so, and see the kids' face at Christmas time when they're getting gifts and toys and, you know, uh, the kids playing when we're giving out food and taking, yeah, it's just really, does your heart good that you know you're helping a neighbor um, it's not you're helping somebody you know in New Jersey or away from here not that it's a bad thing to help right. them but you know we're helping people right around the corner who um, who need the help one thing that I'm really curious about is the first driving force was food here in Upper Marion uh, it, where did they store it or are they storing it somewhere new how, how are they going about doing this well, for, uh, for many years, uh, it was stored in a garage on Henderson Road. Wow. Uh, Millie Roberts was uh, the homeowner and involved in the organization for over 50 years. And she graciously let us use half of her garage. And so uh, by saying that, that limits us to how much we can store, how much we can supply and all. And the need just continues to grow. Uh, recently, uh, a new pastor came into Valley Forge Presbyterian Church. He had experience at dealing with these issues in other areas and, and came to us and talked about what we were doing, saw what we were doing, and felt that, that more had to be done and that there was an opportunity to expand the food distribution, but we'd have to move it out of the garage. And what ultimately happened is he brought together a number of different parties and established the Upper Marion Community Cupboard, which is uh, being housed at Valley Forge Presbyterian Church, and it has expanded our program tremendously, whereas we used to give food out uh, six times a year and on an interim basis uh, to folks who were uh, in need in, in between, to now they can shop themselves every week and pick out what they need. So dramatic difference and a dramatic improvement. So we have been transitioning our food distribution to the cupboard, have made that transition and we're working with them, we're volunteering with them, we're prom promoting our folks to go there and encourage them. and. Uh, helping them get there and even delivering food for them, et cetera. So it's been a big step and it, it's going to go a long way in helping families who have food insufficiencies in Upper Marion Township. So we're very proud of that. Um, Millie's been great for all these years, but we just finally, the demand outgrew our ability to meet that demand. Yeah, and you said she's been doing this for 50 years? 50 years she's been Boy, doing this. Boy, hats off to Millie. She That's is impressive. the best. Yeah, she really is. And, she keeps at it. She keeps us on our toes. What's going to happen to the garage? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they'll put a car in there now. Yeah. <laughs> How about say, different? That's something different. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's been there for, you know, ever since I've been involved. And uh, like I said, it just limited our capabilities. Is, is Millie the elder statesman of the group? She is. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. everything's derived through, uh, I'm not saying she's not the president. I guess. Well, we, they really don't have a president. Right. They're, they're all directors right. and they all share equally. They all have their own responsibilities. But Millie certainly oversees everything and uh, she's the boss. She's seen it all. She has. Well, I'd uh -huh. love to get her in here to pick her brain. She probably has some pretty good stories. <laughs> she so. would, that's for sure. Yeah. She has a long history. She can tell you about the township before all of this. Right. It's amazing. Ah, that's yep. fascinating. Mm -hmm. She's been here a long time. Wonderful I'm, woman. I'm, I'm curious uh, on the other, end of the spectrum someone who's in need mm -hmm. what did, what would they expect uh, in terms of like you said I know they can go online and they can go to a Facebook page they can go email or so, a social mark, marker might recommend 
what would they expect from Upper Merion Emergency Aid once that <laughs> connection's made? Usually they come with a specific issue. If it's, if okay. it's their food, then that's one issue. But a lot of times they'll say, um, uh, because a child was sick, I had to take a leave from, from work for a month and didn't have any paychecks. The bills are piling up. The electric company's threatening to turn off my electric. Can you help me? It's only a short-term issue because I'm going back to work now. The child's better, and I'll be. But I can't catch up. It's just one of the situations. So we'd help out in that situation. Or someone says that they're moving, you know, and, and they need uh, maybe a month's rent in, in advance. Maybe we'll work. You know, those kinds of specific issues. Um, that that's the biggest uh, question that comes to us outside of the food issues. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. How about um, homelessness? Is that a big issue here in the community? It is, yeah. We get a lot of calls that uh, people are uh, losing their home or apartment. The rents are high. Um, you know, I guess we don't think about it as mostly homeowners, but the rents are pretty high in this township. And as a result, people uh, are having difficulty meeting the rents and uh, are moving around. Uh, there was a recent story about a woman who was living in a car. Um, they're not uncommon. It's just that we don't hear about them. We don't right. know it. And we see it because we're trying to help them with food, uh, staying in ter temporary situations in motels locally, and uh, you know, that makes it difficult because in many cases all they have is a hot plate. Mm -hmm. You know, so how are they going to provide meals for the children? You know, we try to get them, you know, cereals and peanut butter and jellies and things like that, but uh, that's not the way to send a child to school. Uh, yeah. And that kind of a f so. Uh, that's increasing, and uh, we've been address trying to address that issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I'm not sure of the specifics, but allegedly there's actually a bus stop at a hotel here in the community, and that's shocking. Isn't, I mean, who would have ever expected that in this area? Right. You know, it just is, uh, it's hard to comprehend. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why this is so important, to make that folks aware mm -hmm. that even though it is an affluent area, if you will, there's a lot of need. And, uh, again, we're going to be helping people who live here uh, enjoy a better life. Now someone on the opposite end that has the ability to help, what would they expect? Are they just writing a check and sending it and well, that's it? That'd be great. Right. <laughs> okay. So if you know of any of those folks, yeah, you know, give them my number and uh, yeah. that'll be great. But uh, someone who wants to just volunteer and help us, we have a lot of things they can do. I mean certainly um, helping the folks at the community cover, we can help them uh, shop. But uh, at Christmas time, we have a program where we adopt families, and we certainly need people to go out and do shopping for us and get um, certain things at that time of the year. There's a lot of ways to help, and um, outside of money, just time and effort. But uh, as we talked earlier, uh, we'd like to see some younger folks come in the organization, uh, not only because we're getting older, right. but because younger people have better ideas, new ideas. You know, it's not. Not yeah. to say that we're just going to keep on doing the same old right. thing. It would be nice to Different hear. Different perspectives. Absolutely. New blood in the organization. And uh, so we'd really like to see some younger folks step up and uh, help, again, help those in the community. Yeah, might be able to hook you up like cable. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, right? That would see be that? great. See if we can make it work. We can make my phone work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They would be able yeah. to do that. They, There's no doubt. Yeah, my grandson can. All the high-tech <laughs> stuff, it's like it comes very easily to them without a, without a doubt. But that's true. I mean, we took a giant step getting on Facebook. I right. Mean, that, that for us is, you know. A big deal. Historical. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we could certainly use some younger folks. I wanted to ask you, so when you made that leap, into Facebook, into social media, have you seen oh, any yeah, type of activity? Yeah. Well, a number of things. First off, now we're able to advise our clients of events 
universally quickly and, and um, you know on a moment's notice whereas before it was all through the mails right so that that's been a big blessing right there uh, we get information to us quicker people who need help fast then we can get get to them so it's really been uh, a, a big difference uh, a changer if you will game changer well, I, I know you mentioned a pastor that's been involved as well, but other churches in the community yes. getting involved so yeah, it's been great. they could share the word as well mm -hmm. to network? Yes, uh, we've had a, a tremendous support from the churches. Um, um, the synagogue over on um, the Boulevard, was it um, uh, Temple Akeem? Yeah. Uh, they've been great to us. Um, the Episcopal Church down uh, Gulf Mills, Mills uh, yeah. Yeah, tremendous, and Valley Forge Presbyterian. So yeah, the churches have really been cooperative and helpful in providing funds and people and, and donations. It's been great. Yeah, I know volunteers are always a big key. That's why you know, you're always trying to be creative and thinking of how you can get people like the, the, the Cub Scouts, the Boy Scouts, yeah. the Girl Scouts. Those organizations might be able to get hooked up with this program and say, hey, this might be perfect, yeah. perfect to set, set a stage for this. We, we have provided uh, opportunities for students in the high school for their service projects to come and help us with the distribution, the collection of food, and that's been great, you know. And they also run food drives for us in the past, so uh, that's been a, a, a tremendous source of help for us. But it would be nice to see the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts take this as a project and uh, see what they can do. Yeah, it's because obviously the more volunteers, the easier this organization, like you mentioned, it's been around for so long, and not too many people here in the community know about yeah, it. It's really a shame, it really is. Uh, it's been low key, but um, yeah. We're feeling more confident that the people who need our help are, are knowing about us. The word spreads pretty quickly in the community. That's the most important mm -hmm. thing. Yep. Tom, you, you've given us a lot of information in terms of the, the group here in Upper Marion, the history, the background. I'm curious, um, what, where do you see your most support uh, coming from here in the community? Yeah. Um, first and foremost, the administration here in uh, Upper Marion have been fantastic over the years. Their employees contribute a lot of money to us and help us to provide the programs. The police department has been a partner all along. And uh, last year went way overboard at Christmas time providing toys and all for the kids, just fantastic. Um, the community churches I mentioned before have been very active in providing uh, support and food. And the Women's League, Upper Marion Women's League have been uh, supportive. And then with just individuals who have found it, you know, uh, in their right to, to send us a check or to, uh, to help us out at certain times. So that's really been the support. You may, you may be, I think of something in terms of the, the holiday season, Christmas mm -hmm. season, gifts. Yeah. Are toys uh, donated? How, how would that take? Yeah, our program at Christmas is um, twofold, if you will. Uh, we try to adopt the children. So we get volunteers to take a family's children and provide two or three gifts for them and gifts that the children ask for. Oh, okay. uh, so. You know, we try to do the best we can. They're not going to get an Xbox, right. but uh, we're going to try to get them something they want. And then we usually provide a, a play outfit or pajamas or something like that to go with it. And then uh, we provide, the, the parent comes through with a shop here at Upper Marion and they donate the room for us and all. And then they'll shop for um, hygiene supplies, beauty supplies, toothpaste, all those kind of things. But they also get uh, towels or pots and pans or um, things that are useful around the house that uh, would come and benefit them during the course of the year. And then they have the opportunity to shop and pick out what we call stocking stuffers, but they're more than stocking stuffers. There's games and artwork and books and, and then hats and gloves uh, for the winter time. So 
uh, it's really a comprehensive program and we're trying to do the best we can to make Christmas a, a fun time for for these kids and families. So unwrapped gifts are, are yep. donatable. Absolutely, yeah, we'd appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and speaking of donations, here in Upper Marion Township, we have a, a, a pretty large conglomerate, I should safe to say a casino. Yeah. Uh, are they getting involved with the emergency They funds? really have. They have a program where they uh, solicit grants for community activities. And um, we have a program in August, uh, before the school year starts, where we provide all the children with the school supplies they need and allow them to go to Models, if you will, nice. and pick out uh, their sneakers. Uh, Models have been great. They've, they give us discounts and they provide their staff to work with us. And we do it in off hours so the children um, don't feel like they're being selected uh, right. or picked out. So it's really a good deal. So we've applied to, a, to uh, the casino for the grant to pay for that program. And we've been fortunate for the last couple of years to be awarded uh, all are part of that, pro that um, funding. So that's been a tremendous source for us because we'd be hard pressed to make up that difference. Uh, it costs quite a bit to send 100 kids to the Models and buy right. sneakers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's really been a blessing. Mm -hmm. Is that the only corporation that's been involved in some type of grant or are there others in the area? Uh, no, that's all the only one that we've, we've submitted any grants for. Uh, again, a small organization, we don't have a grant writing department. Right. But uh, when this came out, uh, Pat Ryan took it upon herself to, to make to complete the uh, grant and apply, and we've been fortunate enough to get it. Yeah, so it's I'm been curious, great. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to see, like you said, that there are people that do that professionally to put uh, a grant proposal together. Mm -hmm. uh, she must have really have done her homework she to did. get things put together for that. That's very impressive. We were in. Knock on wood, we got a couple of years in a row, so we'll keep our fingers crossed going forward. Yeah. Because it is really critical to our organization to, to provide the service. Yeah, mm -hmm. because. As you mentioned, uh, right now, is it safe to say there's only nine members of this group, right? Uh, uh, seven to nine, yeah. yeah. Seven plus the two men. Well, <laughs> but again, uh, we're, we're only... So you count as a half. <laughs> we don't count as a full member, oh, okay, right. Okay. We make no decisions. Right, right. So the seven, the magnificent <laughs> and seven. seven, they are. That's it. They really are. They're really uh, dedicated women. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, I know you mentioned like when something's on sale, they, ah. they communicate quickly and, and jump on it. Well, that's another benefit of us using the internet now. You know, we didn't have to make phone calls. Now it's uh, the internet goes out and everyone's off to the store to buy um, the sale items at the max. You know, whatever the maximum quantity is, we get it. And uh, again, it's taking that dollar and stretching it as far as we can stretch it. It so, squeals, to be honest with you, by the time we spend it. That's nice. <laughs> but that's good, though. That's a, that's a good point to get someone to volunteer just to help you shop. Sure, absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. so if you're only uh, able to buy a limited quantity of something, if you get a couple of people say, hey, I'll pick them up for you. That's right. That's, and that's what we do. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. and that's that's fantastic, yeah, you know. It's it's, uh, it's it's a wonder to watch these women as they work. and. Uh, they're so dedicated, and uh, they should be admired by the community. Uh, I was going to ask, since you and the other gentleman are the two muscles, do you guys do a lot of the deliveries? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you running from around a lot? We are. Yeah, we, we do whatever we're told. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what I say. I say, somebody's got to be transporting this stuff we do from that. one place to the other. And uh, for the longest time, we would help pack the, the supplies and provide them to the families and all, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so. When you deal with the, um, especially the school supplies in the school, do you work in conjunction with someone at the school? Yes, we do. Well? Again, that's where the social workers really come in. They put yeah. us in contact with the teachers. They tell us what each grade is looking for in terms of, you know, what, what kind of supplies they're going to need this year. When we make a list, 
and off they go and make their assignments and then we pack them all up and then take them over and usually distribute them at Models the night the kids are picking up their uh, sneakers right. and the kids are excited because they, they're getting sneakers that they want, they're getting sneakers that they pick out and uh, it's really a fun night, the kids are really excited and it's nice because the summer's coming to an end, they're going to school and they're feeling good about going to school. It's not, oh, we're going back to school, and now right. they're going back to school with new sneakers and backpack and supplies. Yeah, one, one thing that jogged my memory in terms of you got a grant with the casino, uh, you know, there's a number of uh, food, uh, I guess, distributors here in the area. Do they ever get in contact to help you guys to give you a break on certain things? We've had a few of the um, uh, Paneras and the bread companies right. and things like that provide uh, breads. And, and the problem we have with that is it's uh, fresh items uh, and it's hard to distribute. Bad. Yeah, it's hard to distribute. And we don't want to take anything if we can't use it. Uh, so that, that's a problem. With the community cupboard now, it's a different story. Now they, they know people are coming every week. Uh, we can put it there and they can get it out. So, and they have freezers and things, so it's a lot more convenient than what we had. Yeah, I was curious. I, I meant to ask you this in the last segment about mm -hmm. the community cupboard. Th does the family go to the cupboard that is in need, yeah. just as well as the people who are donating? They're both Yep. Yeah, one there. day is donations and the other day is uh, uh, shopping. So there is a schedule for yep. that. And the folks come and uh, they're taking around and shop. But, you know, it's really, it's, it's a very... It's a beginning process. I mean, we're going to try to expand it even further, but it's a tremendous start and it's a big improvement over what we did in terms of meeting a food insufficiency of these folks in the community. So if someone contacted you and said, hey, I'd like to get involved, what would your advice be and how would you go about selling this <laughs> service to them? Uh, first of all, I'd say, come on aboard. We're, we're in desperate need. And then um, we throw them right into the fire. I mean, oh, you'd, okay. you'd get right involved with us uh, going around to either purchase items or distribute items or to pack items. Uh, right now we're getting ready for the school program, so they're going to be packing bags and getting the kids all aligned. So, uh, or being the, the night to school, uh, the, the sneakers are given out. You know, we need helpers to, to go around with the families and pick up the sneakers. So there's a need. And uh, it's not a time-consuming need. Uh, mm -hmm. It's usually, you know, when these events happen, uh, the lead up to it and then the night of the event or the day of the event. So, um, yeah, they would get thrown right in. There's not a uh, six-month orientation or anything like that. So my last <laughs> question, I guess you could share this. If someone wants to donate or are in need of help, how would they go about contacting? Well, the three ways would be our web page, which is uh, uh Facebook slash uh, whatever uh, or uh, you can call my wife at uh, 610-964-8529 well Tom continued success and I wish you the best of luck with your organization well I can't thank you enough I mean this was really a tremendous opportunity for us to make the community aware of what these women are doing what the need is and uh, how you can get uh, involved with Upper Merion Emergency Aid. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. We're glad to oblige. Tom McElvogue, volunteer from Upper Merion Emergency Aid. He's been our guest here today on Community Connections. From all of us here at UMGA Television, I'm Chuck Curlin. Thank you for watching.